What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 1187 of Ask Pat 2.0. You're about to listen to a coaching call between myself and an entrepreneur just like you, just like you're in the room. We're breaking it down. We're helping build back up. And today we're talking with Rose Griffin from abaspeech.org. And she is a professional. She's a seasoned speech therapist. And she has helped so many people, professionals, who work with, who teach, and who are often around people who have complex speech disorders or autism. And it's so great what she's doing. And she has a course. She has events. And, you know, COVID hit her a little bit in terms of how that has affected her business. We'll talk about that a little bit. But most of all, we talk and discuss about her course and whether or not she should keep that open all the time or make it evergreen, or do we close it and then open it up again and then close it and create a launch sequence that way. However, that can be sometimes draining or take up a lot of additional resources, team, and money to continually open and close like that. And plus, we get into a discussion about pricing. You'll find that very quickly when she announces the price of her course that you'll find that I have my typical answer about that. So if you've listened to the show before, you'll probably know what I'll say, but let's see if you can guess. So anyway, today, again, talking with Rose Griffin from abaspeech.org, and she also has a podcast a podcast called Autism Outreach. So check them out, and here she is. Rose, welcome to Ask Pat. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Really excited to learn about you and what I can do to help you. So why don't you start with telling us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Absolutely. I am a speech therapist, and I'm also a board-certified behavior analyst. And so I specialize, Pat, in helping students who are autistic start communicating. And I've been a speech therapist for 20 years now, so I'm calling myself not old but seasoned. And I started a business, it'll be four years in August, called ABA Speech. And at that business, we have physical therapy products, we have a signature autism course, we have therapy services we offer, and thanks to your Power Up podcasting course, we now have a podcast, which is super fun and exciting, called Autism Outreach, and that started in January. So I think we just launched episode 20. Every single week, a new episode comes out. We really just focus on helping speech therapists, teachers, Other professionals work effectively with students who have autism and or other complex communication disorders. That's awesome. So first of all, congratulations on that. And Autism Outreach is the name of the podcast you said, in case anybody is curious? It is, yes. ABA Speech. This is awesome. Thank you for what you're doing to help and serve, by the way. 20 years, that's quite a bit of time. And I'm imagining, you know, the way business has done and has changed over those 20 years. What's sort of the latest and greatest in this space besides the podcast? What are you excited about? I'm really excited about being able to reach people internationally now with kind of, unfortunately, COVID. You know, a lot of our conferences have been canceled. And so I have a five-hour autism course that I offer. And so just being able to reach so many more people with that, especially during this time where people are not going to in-person conferences, it's really been nice to be able to help people in that way. I know everybody listening can't see us having a conversation, but I'm looking behind you. I see a harp. (laughs) Yes. Do you play the harp? 
Yes, growing up, I went to a public school here in Ohio, but my music teacher was a harpist, and so she probably wrote a grant, and we had harps, and I took lessons growing up, and ever since I started my business, though, I have stopped playing weddings. I do have three kids, so, you know, it's hard to book out a year in advance, so now my oldest daughter takes lessons, yep. Ah, wow. That's so you don't see a harp every day, I, I will say. So that's a beautiful instrument. And that's really cool. Okay. So anyway, what can I do to help you? What's what's on your mind? I think the one thing I'd love to talk with you about, there's actually two if we get to them. But the one thing is I have this five hour autism course that I have been launching on my own for the past, I think I developed it three years ago. And I've done it where it's just always available on my website. That's how it was initially. And then I transitioned to launching it because it seemed that if it was always open, people were thinking, oh, I'll take it eventually. Um, and so, but now I'm getting to the point where I'm able to launch it, but I'm using Facebook ads and that gets costly. And I didn't really think I had any kind of mindset issues around money, but I was with my mastermind, my business mastermind, and they're like, you know, you're not charging enough for this course. The price point right now is $99. You know, I've always been successful in the course. We've always been launching it, whether I was launching it with some help, you know, with ads or I was just doing it on my own kind of uh, organically. I have a lot of good reviews and I'm starting to think like, well, maybe do I have, uh, should I be charging more for this? Should I have it open all the time? Because the thing I struggle with is that it's information about how to work effectively with students who are autistic and nonverbal and typically have behavioral barriers. So I feel ethically that it needs to be open all the time. So I'm really kind of struggling with could I put it into an evergreen funnel? Should I raise my rate for what I'm charging for it? I guess pricing is where. I would love some guidance. Okay, first of all, what is the value of what you're offering? What does this eventually unlock for a person who's taking this? It allows them to feel comfortable providing therapy. Sometimes, most of the time, Pat, I would say in graduate school, you have to have your master's to be a speech therapist. You don't learn how to work effectively with students who are nonverbal, students who are not communicating in advanced age, students who are not overly excited to be in therapy. There's definitely an art and a science to that. I help people go from feeling overwhelmed in those situations to feeling very confident. And, you know, one of the testimonials I got when we were creating the sales page for the last launch was a beautiful email from a fellow speech therapist that allowed me to share her story. And she just said, you know, I'm feeling almost like I shouldn't be a speech therapist anymore. And I, I just had lost hope. And this course has given me that hope. And I feel so much better seeing my students. And I was like, oh, wow, that's amazing. That's why I'm doing all this stuff. You know what I mean? So it's transformative. It is. And, and that pulls out the heartstrings. And it's just so much more than just a business or a person's practice. It's lives that are being changed. And now the communication that that child is going to have with their family and other people they affect in the future. I mean, there's a huge ripple effect here. If I were a budding speech therapist, and I finally learned how to get comfortable, what could that do for my business as a speech therapist and somebody who's looking to book more clients and such? Yeah, you could definitely book more clients. And this is kind of what started the ball rolling as I was, I have a mastermind that I meet with a group of friends, business friends, and I was just sharing with them my price point and kind of my dilemma and just talking about it. And then I got an email right after I got off that mastermind call. And it was from a speech therapist who said, I retire from the public schools. I'm going into private practice. I'm going to start specializing in helping autistic students. And I took your course. She like bought it this last time we launched and she took it all in two days. And she was like, this has really made me feel really confident to help 
students who have autism. And then I thought, wow, talking to my mastermind coupled with this email, I'm like, maybe they're on to something. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh my gosh, maybe I do have some kind of mindset issue about how much I should charge for it. I guess what I struggled with is sometimes speech therapists don't make a lot of money. I, I don't know. I guess that's subjective. So I don't know. How much would a typical speech therapist charge a client, would you say? So a session might cost 125 to 150 an hour. You're blowing my mind with how cheap you're offering your course. If I, as a speech therapist, could get one client to give me one additional session from the things that you teach, from the confidence that I gain, maybe it's an existing client who will want to come back and come back again or a new one, that already pays for itself and more. Does that, is this like framework making sense? It's like, yeah, it does. You're almost having, you're, you're allowing these people, not that they're purposefully doing this, but you're letting them essentially rob you. They're stealing so much great value from you. I, I definitely agree with your mastermind group. I think you can likely double the price. What are your initial like gut feelings toward that? I was thinking about 297. That was kind of going to be my new price point. There's some other courses in that are kind of aligned similar to mine where people are charging 499. That seems too expensive to me. So you'd still be cheaper. Yeah. You know what's interesting? It's like if I see all these courses that are out there, 499, 399, whatever, and then I see one that's 99, I'm not thinking, ooh, that, that must be great. It's cool that it's cheaper. You know what I'm thinking? Something's wrong with it. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Your price speaks to how premium your service can be. I think that for a person who's going through it, who can realize just what you've unlocked for them and how that can help them get more business, the economics of it starts to make sense when I'm like, okay, if I get this and I just get one thing out of this that gives me one more client to come back one more time, it's already paid for itself. So I think you're doing yourself and your potential audience a disservice by by actually pressing it so low, which I know is counterintuitive because it's like, and, and it sounds like you're a person of heart and soul who wants to give and to offer so much to the world. It's like, oh, well, we want to have as many people have access to this as possible. But it does say something about the course having it be so cheap. Right, right. That's a good thought. By the way, you're doing a really good job of sharing like stories from your audience. That's something that I've just picked up right away. And in your marketing down the road, I would highly recommend if you haven't done so already, feature those stories. Your students are the hero of the story. You're just the guide. And when people see, oh, there's this hero who's doing all these other things and I'm just like them, I need to have the same guidance too. It's going to be so much clearer that like your course is even more valuable because you've offered this advice to others just like your potential clients. Keep doing that. Thank you. We added those testimonials to the sales page. And we also, I use Buzzsprout. So we use dynamic content during that time. And I did a whole episode of autism outreach just about the course and what it was all about. So what are your thoughts then about, I guess I'm in this dilemma because I don't think you're like big on evergreen or I don't know your thoughts on it because I don't think you have any courses that are like that. But I'm kind of struggling with this idea of, I feel like it should be always available, but you know how it is when something's always available, people are not <laughs> going to buy it because they'll get to it someday, right? They'll get to it eventually. Right. And your worry is that a person may want it and not have access to it right now. So there's a couple ways to go around that. First of all, to finish off our point earlier about featuring success stories, just before I forget, you have a podcast now. Invite your students on the podcast and talk to them about their before and their after their journey. Not, hey, tell me my course is awesome, but 
hey, tell me what you struggled with before and tell me what life is like now. When you feature their story on a storytelling platform like a podcast, man, it just does so, so much. So I would encourage you to use your platform for that. Not just like a episode to talk about the course, but the people who have taken the course and their transformation too. So Yes, we did do that this time too. Kind of in the pre-launch runway, I had two alumni, one that was a autism mom and speech therapist and one person that was a speech therapist, both alumni. And so that was part four weeks before, like during our pre-launch, I guess, you know, we're, before we launched it with live webinars, we did do that. And that was really cool to be able to talk to people in that way. Yeah. Love that idea. Awesome. And that episode's always there now for people to hear. But to our question now is, well, what if people hear that episode and they're like, I want to buy this, but I can't buy it, right? There's many ways to do this. You could have a wait list, for example. Hey, we're opening up enrollment during this time. It kind of like like a, like a dam. You've got the water coming up and then all of a sudden you open the floodgates and everybody buys. If you choose to do it that way, which is allowing you for the easiest way to market because it's finally open, it closes, the, you have a special deal happening that time, people have been waiting for it. I would definitely collect a waitlist and also have people just kind of get reminders. Because what if like they get on that waitlist in January and you don't open until April? It's like, well, they, you know, you lost that opportunity. There might be people who reach out who go, well, I need this now, Rose. Like, is like, I can't wait. And you know what you do? You just go, okay, we'll let you in because this seems really urgent to you. And, and doing that on a one-off basis is totally fine. So there's that uh, opportunity to be flexible in that way. But there are ways that you can make it evergreen and still have that sort of moment or moments where it feels like there's urgency. And the way you can do this is you have it open all the time for a certain price. And this is actually what we do. We have it open, our course is open, most of them at a certain price point. No bonuses, just here's the course. And we do have people buy the low hanging fruit who need it right now. But at certain times of the year, we go, hey, you know, summer's coming up. We know that you might want to put some time and effort or effort in now that you're taking a break or kids are home from school or whatever. Or hey, Black Friday is coming up. So what we do is we go, okay, for this week and this week only, we're not only going to take $50 off or, or what have you. And it doesn't even have to be a price discount. It could be this week and this week only, we're going to add these special bonuses. You've perhaps been sitting on this for a while. You know you could always get it later. Well, we want to help you make a decision right now. Here are some things that are only available on top of the course if you get it during this time. And that allows you to have like a launch kind of on top of something that's evergreen. How are you feeling about something like that? Yeah, that's a thought. We have the wait list and those are all good ideas. So I think I just have to kind of conceptualize at that. So that's helpful to like talk about the the higher price point and I just need to kind of get over that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I'm sure you will. And it, it feels like ripping a Band-Aid off, but then you get that first deal and you're like, wow, it actually is doing well. And I'll tell you, when I raised the price of some of my stuff a while back, I started noticing that I get it. I started to get more sales, like more people started coming in because again, that perception of quality and value. The other way to go about doing Evergreen is a little bit more advanced, but you may be at this point already. Many marketers do this and they use a tool called Deadline Funnel. And Deadline Funnel is a tool for those of you listening, uh, is a tool that allows you to create a launch-like sequence for every individual at the time they start an action with you. They join a email list because they have a lead magnet that they're interested in. And then that like kicks off the t countdown timer. And then for a week, they get emails that are automated. Again, you write, you write all these ahead of time. And then a launch for just that person starts. And if a person joined the day after, they're on a one-day delay compared to that initial person. And what happens is you can have a sequence such that it is going through a launch process where, you know, hey, by this date, which is dynamic based on when they come in, 
you won't get access to this anymore. This is your time to take advantage of the deal and the bonuses and it's going away. And so this is your time. The pros of that is you get a launch, but for every individual, no matter when they come in, they get their own launch. Deadline Funnel allows you to, when the launch is over, legitimately have them not be able to access that sales page anymore. It actually, based on their cookie, allows them to really, it's truthful off um, scarcity. You don't want to pretend to be scarce and, and not, you know, follow through. The worry is it gets a little bit technical. There's some technical setup involved and it can get a little bit, especially if you start to get multiple products kind of running at the same time, it can get, we ran through this problem and we stopped using Deadline Funnel for a while to simplify because it was just this giant spider web of overlapping things and people getting more emails than they should have. And it can get like that. So if you choose to go down that route, keep it simple. Always try to keep it simple. Yes. Awesome. Super helpful. Yes. And I have a tech team that will be able to help with that. And I have some really good information about Evergreen. So I think that's what we're going to try on that. Yeah, it's worth a try if you have the tech team for sure. And and the cool thing is you could try it just like we did. If it doesn't work, you can go back and change it or go back to the way it was or try something else. Nothing, even though it seems like it is a super permanent decision. Okay, then I had one other question quickly here. So the other thing I'm thinking about doing, so I was thinking about taking Tribe and then I thought, I was talking it through and I thought, no, I don't really want to do something where I would have all a, a low cost membership with lots of different members because I don't have a team that would be able to help with all the churn and all the nurturing that needs to go into that. So now what I'm trying to put together and kind of the beginning stages in, is an autism mastermind. So I personally offer consultation and coaching to either parents and or professionals that's more like mentorship. So I talk to speech therapists and I help mentor them if they're in their business and they have questions about autism and things like that. So I'm trying to put together like a higher level I'm calling it an autism mastermind. I was thinking that initially, like maybe I would do once a month, I would do like maybe an interactive training. And then the other weeks out of the month, I would be available for office hours on Zoom. And I guess what I'm thinking about is pricing for that. <laughs> you know, it goes back to pricing again. So I'm kind of like, well, if I do a consultation, I typically charge $250 for a 45-minute consultation, and that's one-on-one. -on -one. So I'm like, okay, I would probably only maybe have 20 people in this. I do think, you know, I have an email list of almost 30,000 people, so I do think that, you know, I would have people that would want to do this, and I think it would be a way to reach more people because I'm already kind of doing this consultation, but it seems like people have a lot of questions, and they want, especially people who own private practices, and so I was like, oh, this might be a nice way to have a membership, but it would just be something higher level. So I wouldn't have to worry, yeah, tighter. So I wouldn't have to worry about all those things that I'm sure I'm gonna have to worry about things with a membership, but it would be different than having something that's $20 that I'm trying to get a lot of people in, you know? Totally, you're going for higher quality, longer term relationships in this. I, I like the idea a lot. There's a couple ways to think about pricing. How much would you need to charge for 20 people, for example? And I'm not expecting you to do the math or answer this right now, but for it to be worth it for you. At this price, it's like, oh, that's not even worth my time because I'm so busy and I charge this much for this thing. So, you know, you could start to move those levers up and down until it gets to a point where you're like, okay, well, this seems worth it to me and a lot of value for others too. And it kind of fits in that nice sweet spot. The other thing that similar to what we talked about earlier is like reverse engineering the value that that would offer to them. What, what would it do for them and what would it unlock for them and what's that worth? And that all just to say, you know, you don't want to undercharge for sure. 
The other thing to think about is, first of all, this is a long-term commitment, right? This is, you don't want to do this just for, you know, sell it and then, hey guys, you know, this is just like two months worth. It's, it's going to be like for a long time, I would expect. So to commit to something long-term without yet having tried it is very scary sometimes. And so you might find that in the first month, you're just like, I don't like this. <laughs> this isn't how I teach or like it just doesn't feel good to me. So my suggestion would be to in some way, shape or form, whether you charge for it or not, do it for one month as an experiment and to bring people in and be honest about it. Like, hey, I'm, I'm thinking about doing something like this long term, but I want to see what it's like and I want you to be involved. And if you're interested, here's what it is. Here's how much it's going to cost. And it's just going to be for one month only. If I choose to continue this, you'll be locked in at that lower price. If not, then no worries, but I still want you to have value coming out of it. And truly, if you don't feel there's any value, then I'll give you your money back or something by the end of it. But you know, that way it forces you to structure what that month might be like. It forces you to get uh, pushback on it. Oh, you know, uh, the, like, I don't know if I can make that much time. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we go once every other week and you can start to kind of actually structure this thing in a, with a test group before then sort of releasing it to the wild. And the cool thing is when you do it with a test group, maybe it's only five, 10 people to start just so it's manageable and you're not locked in. So if it is bad, you're like, okay, well, let me just get through this month and I'll be fine. But if it's awesome, you're like, wow, first of all, you get that confidence to sell it and realize the value that's actually offered on the other end. And two, you now have real testimonials from people who have done it the first time who could vouch for it when you start to let other people know about it. Yeah, that's a good idea. I hadn't thought of that. I guess I would just have to think of maybe people that are fans of ABA speech that could help out. I just finished super fans. So yeah, like, you know, I definitely have people that I would think like, oh, I think they would like this. I think this would be something that people would really like. So maybe just trialing it for a month um, to kind of work out the kinks and to get feedback from people. Like, I like that idea of the testimonials. And then, I mean, I just don't know. I guess we'll just have to see like how many people would want to do it just based on the size of my email list and who would. And I think it would be more of like, I would have people fill out an application because I would have to have certain people, you know, are serious about it. <laughs> you actually, you can be like, hey, August is going to be here at ABA Mentorship Month. And if you're interested in getting any sort of mentorship with me and also connecting with other people in the same space, fill out this application. It's very short and it's going to let you know uh, what the opportunity is like. And we're going to start out small. I'm probably going to pick five to 10 people to start. But then if I choose to do this further, then I'll let you know. And then you know, that way you will already have a warm email list of people who were excited about it. Initially, you can in that first group, the test group, just pick and choose from the applications from people that you think would be well fit together. That way you kind of are marketing it before you even market it. Yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. That kind of firms that up. Yeah, I'm excited about that to be able to offer that because I really like the one-on-one -on -one kind of mentorship consultation that I'm doing now. So I'm thinking about how to structure that so I can serve more people. And then just if I did like a, you know, a weekly office hour time or group coaching, I guess I could call it, um, people could come when they're able to because I'm sure some people can't always do it. And I think that would be a way to to really help people in like a, a different kind of way. I think that'd be awesome. And for pricing, the last thing is to, if you have one-on-ones and they're at a certain price, obviously you don't want to charge the same as that. It's going to be a little bit lower than that. And that becomes like your coaching or your one-on-one -on -one sort of price anchors everything else, right? So what a lot of people do, I'm not saying you should do this, but a lot of people do this. They're going to go into group coaching and they're like, wow, okay, you know what? My individual time is worth way more 
So I'm going to double my individual time, which then trickles down everything else and makes everything more valuable in the eyes of those who are looking at it. And I know some people who like 5X their one-on-one time because they're like, I don't want any clients one-on-one anymore. I'm just going to outprice everybody who'd be interested. But this then makes my group coaching and my courses seem that much more valuable. And the funny thing is they still get people hiring them for coaching at that ridiculous price. And they're like, okay, well, now I'm coaching less people, but I have more money and I have more time to help those people. It's just such an interesting, weird back alley kind of, I don't know what, it's just a weird thing with pricing. Pricing is weird. Yeah, I'm struggling with it. That's good because I think there's a perceived value. You know, like if something is too inexpensive, people may think like, well, yeah, what's wrong with it? Yeah, and I definitely don't want to have that because I have good testimonials and people enjoy the course. So I think I just kind of need to start thinking a little bit differently and kind of pivot towards some of these ideas. But this is super helpful. Good, good. And imagine that you start as a result of getting more comfortable with the pricing, you start making more money, not just what it could do for you personally, but like how you can reinvest some of that money into the team, into, you know, making things even easier to, to remove things off your plate or, you know, the new website design, I don't know, what, whatever, like it starts to unlock so much more so that you can serve even more people. And that's, that's the ultimate thing. It's like the more money you make, the more you could serve and the better you could serve too. Absolutely. Love that. Woo. We talked about a lot of deep things today, Rose. I appreciate you and your honesty and your vulnerability. If you can one more time let people know where they can go and follow you and check you out, that'd be great. Absolutely. Make sure you listen to the Autism Outreach Podcast. A new episode drops every Tuesday and visit me at abaspeech.org. Nice. Rose, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thanks, Pat. All right. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Rose, and for being open and vulnerable and allowing us to share and break down and build back up with relation to pricing and your course and all the other great things you have going on. So best of luck to you and thank you again for what you do. If you'd like to connect with Rose, abaspeech.org or her podcast, Autism Outreach. Go check it out. And you should check out askpat.com because that's where you can actually fill out an application to potentially get coached here on the show, just like Rose did today. And make sure you subscribe because not only do we continually have these conversations and you get to be a fly on the wall and listen in on them, but we also bring back people who've been on the show before. And we're soon gonna bring somebody in a couple of weeks who was once on the show before too to tell us what's been going on. Did they actually do the work? Did they do what we talked about or did they go somewhere different? We don't know until we chat with them. So Again, this is what Ask Pat's about, helping and serving the community, and thank you again so, so much. Speaking of community, I just wanna give a big plug to SPI Pro. Make sure you check out SPI Pro. It's our community of entrepreneurs who are there to serve and help each other. You also get team access to us at Team SPI, and it's so much fun. We have events, we have challenges, we have book clubs, we have different sort of categories where conversations are happening right now, and you can apply right now if you go to smartpassiveincome.com slash pro. Again, smartpassiveincome.com slash pro. It's just been probably one of the best decisions we've made over the last couple years was to bring members of the community who fill out this application, who get approved to join forces to help each other. It's just been amazing and it continues to grow and and people continue to rave about it. So I hope you check it out, smartpassiveincome.com slash pro. Thanks again for listening in. I appreciate you and I look forward to serving you next week. Till then, cheers, peace out, and as always, Team Flynn for the win. Thanks for listening to Ask Pat at askpat.com. I'm your host, Pat Flynn. Our senior producer is Sarah Jane Hess. Our series producer is David Grabowski. And our executive producer is Matt Gartland. Sound editing by Duncan Brown. Ask Pat is a production of SPI Media. We'll catch you in the next session.
Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.